0: Hi, this is John Cackley with Centric Biz and Tech Talks. Today, I'm checking in with Carlos Cruz and his interns to talk about what's hot in data and analytics. Great to talk to you again,
1: Carlos. How's it going? Uh, it's going really well. I'm super busy, John.
0: Okay. It seems like demand in the data analytics space appears higher than ever. So what needs are clients turning to data analytics for? You know, Are they, are they doing new things with it?
1: So over the past couple of years, the, the thing that has come out most are, are two different things one clients more and more are looking for better direction right how do I do more how do I do it better how do I do it faster with data and how do I create insight driven activity and so we can talk a little bit more about that mm-hmm. you know in the in the context of intelligent enterprise which is you know driving insight into business processes and using them to create more informed activity and informed decisions so thats Direction and, and how to do that, I think, is what clients are, are looking for a lot. Because honestly, you know, the data and analytics as a practice area or as a competency is, like you said, is growing, you know, faster and better. And uh, there's, there's folks just wanting to do more, but they don't necessarily know how. Like, how do I get mm-hmm. there? Right. So um, there's a lot of that going on. And then people are looking on top of that. Like, how do I drive innovation and competitive advantage through data? You know, how do I use machines to intelligently automate, especially in today's world? um, How do I automate effectively? How do I use machine learning and artificial intelligence within my business process to, I guess, uh, create greater efficiencies in kind of standard and processes? And then even more today, people are creating uh, automation in around more complex processes as well.
0: It sounds like people are expecting more and more out of their data than they've ever expected before.
1: Yes, absolutely. But the other thing that hasn't changed is you still need to get the basics right, right? You still need to create a a proper foundation because you can't do effective data and analytics with bad data. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the old adage of, you know, garbage in, garbage out still holds. So, you know, I know people are wanting to leapfrog. They're wanting to do more, better, faster, but you still gotta get the foundations right. And that's not saying that you have to wait you just have to create the appropriate plan a proper plan and process where you're doing both building appropriate foundations or you know enhancing and augmenting your foundations and at the same time performing the you know, data science type activities on raw data you know where you can glean uh, better and, and richer insights and then you know create that process to wrap that back into your your standard processes so if you can create Value or find value in somewhat ungoverned activity, you know, in the data science space, how do you create persistent value out of that by bringing it back into the fold? Right.
0: Yeah, I like getting back to foundations. So I'm not a direct, I'm not a data person myself. I, I get connected to it once in a while, but it seems like every five years there's a new fad in data, whether it's data warehouse, data lake you know, something 40 years ago, it was relational databases, right? (laughs) And it seems like people build these things for fads, but they never quite meet the expectations or meet the needs, or or maybe it's just bad implementation. So what are you seeing different this time? You know, whether it's data science, people are being a little more analytical about it, or what is it that you think is going to help people achieve success with, uh, with newer models now?
1: So so the last time we talked, which is what, maybe 18 months ago, um, machine learning and artificial intelligence were definitely gaining a lot of speed, right? Right now, what we see is they're actually rapidly maturing uh, capabilities. Mm-hmm. You mentioned, you know, starting or fads, following fads, and then not following through. You know, back then, there was a whole lot of talk around, you know, fail fast, you know, experiment, right. fail fast. And I'm seeing a lot less of that. Today, Again, machine learning and artificial intelligence are, are rapidly maturing concepts um, and capabilities, and if you're not incorporating them into your near-term plans, you're getting left behind. And with that, the expectations of executives are increasing like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, exponentially. They are eschewing that, that fail-off and early mentality because advanced analytics is now considered core to your capabilities. It's no longer necessarily an innovative thing. How you apply it might drive some innovation, but the actual capability of being able to do data science is no longer an innovative concept. Our direction for folks is actually think big, absolutely. Create big plans, think about leapfrogging, but create pragmatic and actionable plans to get you there. So sometimes we have to you know, help people see beyond the shiny new toys and the promise of the tools. To say, you know, what is this investment going to get you, and how are you going to fold it into your your overall data strategy um, without kind of creating too many waves in the ecosystem. Right.
0: So it sounds like one of the lessons we've learned is that maybe that fail fast or fail often. Uh, that's one thing if you're trying to create startups and try out new ideas. It's something else when you're trying to build things that are your corporation or your, your corporate model is going to depend on yeah that is a that is a little different a little different lesson you know i think the other thing is even if people maybe wanted to follow that fail fast you know it mostly just yet another layer of data of data warehouses right they yeah yeah they didn't, they didn't push the garbage you know off the side of the cliff and, and try again they, they left it there and
1: it just got in the way of the next wave so i, I want to make sure that we understand like, yeah. In in the data science world, where you're where you're doing exploration and trying to find value, you know you're hypothesizing and experimenting. In that sense, you know the the fail fast is still relevant, right? Because right? you're you're, for lack of a better word, playing with the data, mm-hmm. right? Oh, sure. You're yeah. you're trying to find value in patterns um, that that traditional analytics just won't find. Um, so in that sense, you know, yeah, hypothesize, experiment, you know, confirm or or kill those mm-hmm. hypotheses. So that still plays. But again, in, in building out the ecosystems, it's not, right? So it's not, let's experiment with this architecture or that architecture. It's let's design something that's, you know, going to get us to where we want to be and then execute um, frenetically and get it done. Okay.
0: So it sounds like, you know, over the last year, year and a half, I th- you know, we've identified a couple of things developing. One is, you know, importance on the foundation developing, higher expectations matching to things like machine learning and and, uh, RPA, things that are, are, you know, beefing up and getting more more solid and, and I guess, more robust, more part of people's operations. Any other new trends in data and analytics coming up in the last year Um, or two?
1: You know, I don't want to talk a lot about... Actual tooling, because I mean the tooling is changed is turning over so right. rapidly, and there there are people. But I mean the the trend that is you know taken hold from an architecture, architecture standpoint is is what we call modern data architecture, which is you know primarily cloud based uh, cloud based technologies, but some hybrid in there as well. And we have a lot of clients who are looking to both move off-prem, so, you know, a lot of clients you still have on-prem data analytics capabilities and are looking to migrate into the cloud. And, you know, clients who have, have gone to the cloud but aren't necessarily operating effectively and maybe haven't, you know, weren't super intentional about how they built their architecture. And so we're help, helping them to rethink and and optimize how they're how they're uh, working in the cloud. Okay. So, what are you doing, <laughs> <color>? Sorry. <laughs> No
0: problem. So has it become easier or harder to find good people with data analytics skills?
1: So the answer to that question is yes. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> and so what I mean is it is, you know, the the number of people who are, who are um, improving their skills in data analytics or who are, um, you know, taking classes to – uh, become data scientists, right? There's tons and tons of people who are working on that. So yes, it's easier to find those people, but finding them when they're available, <laughs> or finding people available when you need them is becoming increasingly difficult because tons of folks are focusing on, you know, building up these capabilities.
0: All right. so the competition's getting stiffer for, for finding them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All
1: right.
0: Uh, so a lot has obviously changed, and uh, it will continue to do so. I guess. Uh, I mean, do you see that an- analytics, you know, that modern data architecture, that sort of mindset we've been talking about, is that matured or is it still uh, still on the rise, still still growing, still learning?
1: So the answer is still again it's yes again. Um, okay. <laughs> It's it I, I love maturing. being able to
0: pin you down, Carlos. You have a defined, defined you know, a strong answer in everything. It's great.
1: It is it is definitely maturing, but also evolving, right? So okay.
0: um,
1: you know, technologies and I, I would even call technology like Snowflake more mature, right? But that you know, those kinds of technologies are helping to push the envelope and what people are able to do with their with their data, you know, faster and better.
0: Okay. So anything else, any other things in your crystal ball of where you see data analytics going in the next uh, year or so?
1: So it's hard to say, especially in today's world, you know, with all the disruption in in the world. um, You know, data and analytics is increasingly helping us to identify where we should focus our time and attention and energy. So, using you know the use and application of that data analytics might have shifted a little bit in terms of trying to find white space opportunities in a more distributed environment.
0: All right, One and, of, we course, and about, of course, and of course, working
1: and of course, working from home, you get you get the lovely, you know, interns coming <laughs> in to help you with your conversations.
0: That's right. Well, you know, focus is always a challenge. There, there are a number of things that I are pretty interesting trends or, or new uh, paradigms even. You know, we've talked about machine learning a lot, RPA, cloud migration, you know, a lot of things within data and analytics, uh, you know, data architecture. How well do you see, do, do you see something where these things start coalescing and, and people are doing a better job of integrating them or are the disciplines still pretty far off between these different areas?
1: So it they are definitely starting to converge, but I will say that's part of, part of the process of, you know, clients looking for direction and looking for a plan on how to do these things because there's, you know, there's clear overlaps between you know cloud technologies, RPA, uh, <laughs> machine learning, uh, traditional data and analytics and reporting, like all those things have significant overlaps uh, between them mm-hmm. and people are now starting to figure out like how do I combine all of these capabilities together to push us forward more quickly um, and it, it's not easy. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes they're they're in very different parts of the organization, and you've got to create. You know, not only not only working through the technology options and the data options, but also the people and process options, and then how to tie things together so that people are are not only leveraging data, but but actually working together to, to gain those in, to realize the efficiency.
0: Carlos, it looks like you've got exciting things coming for the next year or so. Uh, and, you know, crystal balls break after that length of time, I think. Look forward to catching up with you again in a year on the, the new and exciting stuff and where things are going next.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for, uh, thanks for talking, John.
0: This has been John Cackley with Centric Biz and Tech Talks. Thanks to Carlos Cruz for talking with us today. And thank you for listening.